Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. This is Mastering Life's Adventures, and I'm so grateful for your listening of my podcast. And today, I wanted to focus on and talk a little bit about a special area that we don't necessarily look at it from a spiritual evolutionary perspective, and that is movies and how movies have a great interplay with our understanding of the soul evolution and what its needs are in the midst of some of the context and experiences the soul goes through. And so what we're going to be talking about today uh, with Christy Ann Holder, I want to talk about the Lords of the Rings and specifically with Frodo. And as you know, um, Tolkien is a prolific writer. And he he's the person who wrote Lords of the Ring, and it's a storyline, and it has these different soul evolutions in that storyline that I was intrigued about and asked Christy to come forth and talk about with us. Uh, and the Lord of the Rings is a trilogy, as you probably well know, many know that. And so there's really complexities within this, and even the complexity of the developing of the languages that um, Tolkien developed for the elves, the dwarves the orcs and the trees, et cetera, and the languages that developed. And also from that, it's like these different tribes, these different societies that live within the world, the underworld, uh, and the middle world. And so it's very, very interesting. I thought this would be a great uh, conversation just to talk about Frodo first, and then if we have opportunity to talk about some of the other characters that Tolkien developed. So tell me about Frodo and what we're looking at it is from the standpoint of how he kind of evolves through the story and what his sole mission is and those supporter people around, supporting people around him and their significance. Well, first of Frodo was a very complex character in the sense that he loved to he was almost like a childlike uh, character in the beginning of the first book, in the sense that um, he loved to read, he loved his family, he loved his friends, and he loved where he lived. I mean, he had a very quiet, very peaceful life um, in the Shire. And- um, Which is like a village. Which is a village. Mm -hmm. And he lived with his uncle, which, was a beautiful thing in the sense that they had a good rapport. Uh, he also enjoyed having conversations with Gandalf. He always waited for him as to come to their their village. And then here's Sam, who is also his best friend. Okay, that's 
that's great in terms of understanding the relationships that were going on. And with uh, Frodo, and as he moved forward in his life and then found that ring. Tell he, me more. The thing is, he didn't find them. His uncle found it. Okay. And his uncle had pulled the ring out when Gandalf came. Gandalf realized what the ring was. And who's Gandalf? Gandalf is, 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 he's an he, older um, man. He's an older man. Gandalf was the, considered Gandalf the Grey, which was a wizard mm -hmm. of such, um, or a spiritual, I would say more of a spiritual, uh, a guide, a guider, mm -hmm. both for those in the Shire, but specifically for Frodo. Okay. Okay. So they had to get the ring out of the Shire because it's been worn. His uncle has worn it. That's what had, had extended his life. And Gandalf realized after he saw the ring why uh, uh, Frodo's uncle was living so long. Realizing this, he decides you have to get the ring out of the Shire. So he gives the ring. Uh, why would he need to get it out of the shire? Because the ring has been worn. Yeah. And the eye, which is Sauron, knows where it is. They he wants the ring back. The ring is considered power, the ring of power. Controls all, sees all, knows all. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And since the Shire is such a pristine or such a polite area, if they didn't get the ring out of there, then the whole place would go down. Uh, mm -hmm. They would lose that lightness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was that that job was given to Frodo to do, which was a heavy, very heavy uh, item to carry, due to the fact that every time you wore the ring, the eye would pinpoint you and know where you are, know what you're thinking, know what you're doing, know where you're going. Mm -hmm. And, and it's- In this particular case, the, the eye was kind of the darkness. The darkness, yeah. Who wanted to have a, a gobble up the lightness That's within correct. individuals or within, within the Shire uh, community or- That's correct. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or the individual themselves too. Mm -hmm. It's not, the Shire was just an add-on. Correct. Basically, it was showing how the darkness could actually take over a person, mm -hmm. which made Frodo, because he happened to be there, you know, it was in his house or his uncle's house. Mm -hmm. And he, the thing is, is Gandalf could not touch the ring because by touching the ring, because Gandalf is an elder, Per elderly person who has more darkness in them, and Frodo didn't at the time. Frodo was was a pristine spirit. So what we're saying then is that Frodo represents the soul in its um, purity, because you talked about his kindness and his generosity and his being within the uh, community, good for everyone within that community. But he was in a family. Uh, that he had an uncle who had a ring 
uh, had the ring. The, uh, and, and told no one about it. Right. But I guess the question is, is that the ring was okay for his uncle to wear? No, his uncle was changing. His and uncle too was changing. His, his uncle too was changing. And that's why when Gandalf took the ring, his, uh, his uncle surprised everybody. Because you, the darkness just like bursting out of it. It's like that's mine. What are you doing with it? Give it back. Uh -huh. Okay. And Gandalf really had to put his foot down and said, "Stop. Mm -hmm. This is not yours. Mm -hmm. It has to get out of here." And then you could see him change back into himself and become meek and mild again, and saying, "Oh, okay. I'm sorry." So once he was take the ring, ring ring was taken off, that's when he started to change back to his true truer self, soul self, as opposed to think about this situation that we are all have to be aware of, and that is by the choices and decisions that we make, we are choosing light or we're choosing some level of darkness and not even being aware of the fact uh, by the negativity of resentment, anger, bitterness frustrations, even irritabilities are kind of the little shades of darkness. Oh, we can shine, we can choose kindness, goodness, willingness to help other individuals, serve, sacrifice, selflessness, and that's moving the path of light. So we can have a path of darkness or a path of light. And so what you're saying is photo was really on the path of light, of lightness. And then he had this mission. And that was just kind of put upon him. And the mission was to bring him, get the, the ring out of the Shrider. The ring, the yes. The ring had to be taken back to where it was originally forged. Um, and which was a, a long way from the Shire. A long way from the Shire. The thing is, is it wasn't explained to him or nobody, I don't think anybody actually knew how heavy and how dark this ring really was. And as he's taking the ring, he's listening to Sam, the way how Sam comes into the picture. Well, well, you can say Sam, because Sam was his friend. Right. So but, we can... but Gandalf, Gandalf charged Sam to go with him, protect him. Don't let him out of your sight, because Gandalf understands how heavy this ring is. Mm -hmm. then he knows that Frodo is going to need some assistance to get that ring to where it needs to be. Okay, so that is so common to what sometimes we have, you know, on our mission and living of life. We have people along the way that support us or guide us or try to help us, and they come into our lives, and sometimes they're best friends, or sometimes they're acquaintances that happen, but it's all for the soul evolution, the soul advancement, because the higher level, the source of who we are, I am presence, you know, knows that we're going to need some help, you know, at certain junctures as we're moving with our mission, whether we're aware of that mission or not, but the, the soul or the, uh, and the I am presence or the soul source knows that there's certain things you need to do, and uh, whether you're aware of it or not, the, the support is trying to be given would yes, that be yes. similar to yes, what's going on yes, with yes and i think gandalf represents um the soul knowledge okay in the sense of guiding frodo to where he needs to be he charges him and tells him what he needs to do 
then he goes away and then he comes back. So Gandalf is in and out of Frodo's life uh, or mission as he's doing. I think of like the guardian angel. Exactly right. Exactly <laughs> right. Um, he tells Frodo that you need to take this, take the ring to the elves. The elves will know what to do with it. Okay. So Frodo takes the ring, uh, he and Sam and two others take the ring and on their way as they're taken away. You know what that brings to notion too is is that you had you said there was actually four individuals supporting Frodo. Uh, Three. Three. And and Frodo is a four that was supporting um, him. And in that process, each of them may represent something that may, those um, three, maybe the emotional part of ourselves and maybe related to the mental parts of ourselves and it may be related to the physical. Yes, so exactly right. Because one always wanted to eat. <laughs> one uh, was a thinker uh, or knowing what to do. And then one was the protector. And then there was Frodo. Okay. okay. So the, you had the, the uh, you were correct, the, the mental, mm-hmm. the physical, and the spiritual. And the emotional. And the emotional. Mm-hmm. So... It took four and of them. he represented the spiritual. The spiritual, yeah. The spiritual, the spiritual quest and the spiritual direction that things needed to, he needed to move in. Exactly right. Okay. The thing is, is that as they're moving along and going to places, it's like, don't tell anybody what we're doing. But there is one who is constantly talking. They go, um, Gandalf tells them, I will meet you uh, at this particular place. But Gandalf, when they get there, Gandalf is not there. So there, there is a bar. So it's like, okay, we'll have a pint. Okay, we'll have a pint. We'll wait, we'll wait for him here. He told us to wait. It's raining. So they wait. The thing is, the physical talks a lot. So he's telling everybody what they're doing or telling them about Frodo. Okay, instead of keeping Frodo on the low key, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of a sudden it starts up and makes everybody angry because now Frodo's the one that has a ring and this starts of a fight breaks out. And everybody's looking at Frodo and Frodo sees everybody looking at him. So all of a sudden he pulls the, for, so he pulls the ring out of his pocket. And then was there a reason why he pulled it out of his pocket? Because he was scared and he wanted to make sure it was there. Oh, just checking. And and he trips. So it goes up in the air. And as it comes down, we try to catch it. And that's the first time the ring goes on his hand. Ah. And it disappears. And then everybody's, uh, where did he go? Where did he go? So instead of, and not only that, that's also the first time the eye finds him. Mm-hmm. And now the eye knows he has a ring. Mm-hmm. And which they want. As well. And which they want. So um, Sauron, which is the eye, sends out the, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, Sauron sends out his minions after the ring. Mm-hmm. Now they're after Frodo. So now there's a chase going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. And which is which is the darkness. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, right. And wanting that ring because it would give them more power. And that's what they're after, power and control, basically. That's correct. And then the other piece that I was thinking about when you're talking about the uh, one of his friends chatting it up, <laughs> so to speak, I think of that too is part of the physical and also part of the mental, you know, to having to, you know, chat. I can see all the mental, the emotional and um, uh, what the mental, the emotional and the physical. Because and what each one predominates at certain points of time within ourselves, within these individual characters, they predominate as well. So you have the physical wanting uh, certain types of um, activity to go on. And then you have the chattering that's it's mental activity because he's nervous, maybe uh, that can go on. Would you, um, you know, you know, the characters better. Well, it, it was I don't think it was so much that he was nervous is that he wanted to be recognized. Um. Yeah, and that's one thing I talk about um, in one of the podcasts about this need for recognition is also the need of the ego. You know, to look at me, I don't know, and look how great I am. Oh, oh I, I have my friend is right over there. That's Frodo. Uh-huh. The, the, this, you know, he's this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, which makes everybody by pointing him out, it makes Frodo nervous mm-hmm. and scared because he knows he has this ring in his pocket. And that everybody who knows is going to come after him. Mm-hmm. Because the ring brings out the worst in those around him. Mm-hmm. Okay. He is using his shield or his, it's his causal body that's shielding the ring from everybody else. Otherwise, or his, his dark, light, his light, his light, his light, purity. Yeah. His light shield is, is shielding the evilness. So that it doesn't affect the people around him, but it's soaking into him. And as it goes on, you can see how that ring, even if it doesn't go on his finger, is sucking his light right out of him. Okay. So how does that, so that gets us into the soul and what happens in our daily experiences and how that our desires, um, we have to really be aware of. And whether there are desires that are uplifting or desires that are pulling us down, our wants, uh, is how I'm thinking about that. Would that be accurate or would you say it differently? The, his desire is to accomplish his mission. Mm-hmm. The but best you, way you were talking about the ring, though, when he puts it on, is, it ring, brings out the worst in him. Right. The ring is the darkness. So it's, that's the desires that can be dark within us, too. Yes. That we have. So the things that we're able to have more mastery around, um, if we're having more uh, lightness in us, it's easier to control. But then when we have uh, maybe desires, which is this ring representing, well, the, the what happened was when the wind, ring went on his finger for the first time, mm-hmm. it opened the door. Okay. okay. Pardon? Say mine. It opened the door. And now... Oh, it's opened the time, door of darkness. Of darkness uh-huh. within him. Mm-hmm. So now every time he pulls that ring out just to look at it, the ring starts to talk to him. It's whispering to him. Uh-huh. That's why that's Uh-huh. Because... The door has been opened. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens to everybody who, who gets the ring. Mm-hmm. This is why there are those who don't want the ring. They don't want that heaviness and that burden. Okay. Um, he says, 
if you want it, because he offered it to a lot of different people. Um, he, when they took it to the Alps, the Elf Queen, he says, you know, you can have it. I, I'll give it to you. She, and all of a sudden, she blooms up. And you see how she changes and how the darkness within her, because she's all light. All of a sudden, she turns dark. Just the mention of handing her the ring. She says, would you have uh, uh, an elfin queen? I can be a god. I can be this. I can be that. And then she says, no, because that if she chose to, she loses not only herself, but she loses her community goes down with her because she is over the community and she has the most amount of life. So she is tempted. And then she, she kind of says, well, I passed that test. Mm. I, I, I didn't take that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's what she says, Frodo. Frodo says, I don't know if I can carry this. She says, you must, because this is your task. If you don't, everybody around you, not only will you fall, but so will everybody around you. It brings up that you know, we all have certain, whether we are aware of it or not, certain missions that we are tasked to be able to do. And we need to be aware that maybe the path we're on, especially if it's um, something that is of light, of help, of um, giving, of goodness to other individuals, even though it may be weighty um, type of mission that we have. But look at Mother Teresa. You know, she had the mission of um, giving back to the underserved communities uh, and to be able to give them care and nurturing and, and love and feeding their physical forms and also helping them, you know, in, uh, in their illnesses. And that was probably a, a heavy mission, but she did it for decades uh, and was able to achieve great goodness. And so if she didn't do that mission, who would have? You know, it's like we all have a mission, whether we are aware of or we all know a piece of it. Uh, And we also have to be reminded uh, of the mission again and again and again that this is something you need to do. You may not know why or whatever, but this is if it's helpful and helpful to humanity and it's uplifting in some ways, you know, it's adding value to the greater goodness uh, in the world. So. As 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 the movie goes on, in the different books, you see how Frodo begins to change. Um, he's 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 doing his best. He's getting the job done. He's moving forward, but he's slowing down. You can see him getting tired. You can see him that um, his his face is becoming gaunt. Uh, he loses his appetite. He doesn't want to eat. He doesn't want to drink. He just wants to keep moving, and uh, it gets it gets heavier and heavier. Getting to the last book of where he must take the ring, he gets it there. Okay, so let's hold that for a minute, and let's just um because you're saying kind of the how this weight that one carries can um, be burdensome. Uh, and start to have these changes happening within them. Do you think he was aware that these changes were happening? He was getting slower and he's getting- Yeah, he was telling, he was telling his best friend, Sam, 
you know, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And so basically when it comes to the end, when photo will get. Well, I want to hold there because I, I want to make that part too. Um, what you're talking about next kind of phase here. And so I want to just say that we're really talking about an issue of Frodo and his soul and his always not being aware of all the mission or the direction that he needs to, but he knows it's something he has to do. Even when he's saying, no, I really don't want to. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? But he's realizing each person is saying, no, this is what you need to do. And so he's doing it to the best of his ability. And now what I want us to do is go into part two of this. And so we'll let us in for, you know, here. And let's hear the rest of this. Yeah. So thank you um, for this segment. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, Being Your Best Self Through Soul Evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.